Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. To fear something is to allow it to come in and allow that thing to take root in your thoughts. And once something takes root in your thoughts, especially something that you are afraid of, it's going to seek to dominate and control. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Bible study adventure right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. And I believe in all my, with all my heart, we're going to have another great time tonight. And I'm so excited that you decided to join me. Thank you so much for joining us every single week as we dive into God's rich word. Well, as you know, we've been in a series for the past few weeks entitled God Protect Us. This is part number six. So if you have not heard parts five, four, three, two or one, make sure you go back and do that. I know it's going to richly bless you. If you're watching us by way of YouTube, if, if, if you find value in this video, go ahead and give us a thumbs up and leave us a comment if you would like. We'd love to hear from you. If you're joining us by way of our Roku channel, hello, everybody. We love you guys so very much, and we thank you so much for joining us every week. Those of you that are joining us by way of podcast, make sure you flip back over to the uh, video side every once in a while and, and see the video. It's, I believe it's really going to bless you, and it's going to add to your day as well. So hello, podcast viewers, uh, rather listeners, and also radio station listeners. Bless you guys in Jesus' mighty name. Well, I'm ready to get into God's rich word tonight, and I hope that you are too. We've been in a series once again. I just said that. I know I just said that uh, entitled God Protect Us. Again, this is part six. And last time we stopped on verse number four, I believe. And we were talking about the shield. We spoke from the subject of shields up. So please hear that if you didn't hear that. Now we're going to go back and read Psalm 91 verses 1 through 16. And remember Psalm 91 is the Psalm of protection. And uh, we need that now more than ever in these critical times that we're living in. So please listen. And tonight is really going to be all that. So listen up. So we're going to go ahead and read uh, verses 1 through 16 of Psalm 91 and then go back and talk about it. So it goes like this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. 
Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to the Lamb of God. All right. Remember last time, again, we spoke from the subject of shields up. Verse number four uh, really tells us how the Father is shielding us. It says, he will cover us with his feathers and under his wings shall we trust. And then it says, his truth shall be our shield and buckler. So we talked a lot about emotional protection, mental protection, and of course, or we can say psychological protection. And of course, the, the Bible also talks about uh, physical protection all the way through the Psalm talks and talking about uh, protecting us physically. But it's, it's important that we understand that God not only wants to protect us physically, but emotionally, mentally, psychologically, all, all of the above, all of that. We have to be, we have to remain safe in these critical and dangerous times. So verse six and seven, rather verse five, six and seven, really talk about what we're being shielded from in more detail. Verse five and six give us warnings. And we have to heed these warnings. Very critical. This is something very serious, very serious tonight. So verse five talks about, uh, it starts off with a very critical warning. And then uh, we go into what we need to be shielded from. And verse seven uh, talks about the results of those who do not heed the warning in verse five. And you don't want to be among that group. But also in verse seven, it gives us, uh, the father gives us the promise of what we can expect if we do heed the warning. So we're going to talk about that tonight. All right. But more in particular, what are we being uh, shielded from? And really, I believe, and you'll see this in word, that there is a spirit of intimidation. This is something that we're being shielded from. And I want you to see this because intimidation, listen to the verse, uh, rather, listen to the definition of intimidation. Intimidation is uh, the act of inducing fear or awe. The act, uh, the act or process of attempting to force or deter an action by inducing fear. Now, listen to me. Fear can be used as an evil activator. Fear can be used as an evil activator. In other words, something that was not active can become active by using fear. To fear something is to allow it to come in and allow that thing to take root in your thoughts. And once something takes root in your thoughts, especially something that you are afraid of, you know, it's going to dump, it's going to seek to dominate and control. Fear opens a door to other things. If you fear it, that is, if you uh, let it in through fear, then fear will uh, also open the door to other things. Fear opens the door. So we cannot allow fear to set foot in. Don't let it in. If you're watching with someone, tell them, don't let it in. Don't let it in. 
All right. So the Bible talks about fear. He talks about it in Second uh, Timothy verses, verse number seven. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. It says, "For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but love, but of uh, I'm sorry. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind." So God didn't give you the spirit of fear. He didn't give it. He didn't give it to you. But he did give you power, love, and a sound mind. Now we can look at also in the book of Joshua, Joshua 1, 9. I love this as well. It says, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. We need to remember these things. When fear comes a knocking, we can declare those words in 2 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. This is what Father has given unto me. And this is what I declare. And here again in Joshua, the Lord says, uh, he's commanded us, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. All right? Don't do it. Don't do it. So let's look at that in the... In the lenses, or we can say, uh, uh, yeah, through the lenses of Psalm 91, verse 5 and 6 and 7. Now, I'm going to read once again, verse 5, 6 and 7, just for context, because this is extremely important. Verse 5 says again, thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Verse seven, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. All right. So we see in verse five, it starts off with thou shalt not fear or thou shalt not uh, be afraid for thou shalt not fear or thou shalt not be afraid for. All right. So what are we not to be afraid for or afraid of? The verse talks about four things. Now, these are four things that if we fear, if we allow fear to come in, if we allow these thoughts to take root in us, it will bring other things in with it that are bad. And we're going to actually see this, that all of these plagues of viruses and bad things, random acts of shooting and terrorism and all that stuff was never meant for you as a child of God. It was never meant for you to experience that. Uh, the Bible says, as we go on down, that it is the reward of the wicked. It's not meant for you. And we'll talk about that further on down. But it's, it's a reward of the wicked. But if we are not careful, we'll also endure some of the heat and fire that they endure, which was never intended for you. It was never intended for me. You know, if, if it's cold outside and if, it, if it's snowing, you know, it's snowing and mama says, hey, stay in the house and bundle up and you just stay warm. You'll catch a cold if you go out there. But if we decide, you know what, I'm going out anyway and I'm not going to wear my coat and I'm not going to do this. Well, then you become subject to what's out there. Or if, if it's raining and all that, you know, you become subject to the elements once you're not under the covering. But as long as you stay under the covering, you are not subject to the things that are out there. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So we have to stay under the covering, stay in the secret place. 
And the Father tells us here how to remain in the covering. And a part of that remaining in the covering is fearing not. Don't fear. Now, fear not is written as a command. Thou shalt not be afraid of. You shall not fear. That's a command. Now, a command, or it was written, we can say, written as, a com written as a command. Now, a command is something that can be obeyed or disobeyed. Also, having it as a command means that it is a choice, right? We're going to do it or not do it. So it's possible for you to fear or not to fear. That's the choice that you're going to have to make, to be obedient to the Word of God or not obedient. Now, I didn't say it was going to be easy. But we will find out that the more you meditate on the bad, the more difficult it will be for you uh, not to fear. If you're meditating on the news and what's happening and, you, and if you're hearing all the negative things, it's going to be easy for you to fear. But if you focus on the word of God and focus on what he said, uh, then you will find yourself strengthened and it, it will then in turn be easier not to fear. Hallelujah. To fulfill that command. And of course, if we're strengthened in the word of God, we won't fear that. And we'll talk about that. All right. So let's talk for a minute uh, of, of what things that we're not going to fear. Now, let me tell you this as well. Fear, uh, the word fear has to do with awe. Uh, standing in awe of or standing in reverence of or standing in some type of respect. So it says you will not fear. And there are four things we're going to talk about. You will not fear these things. Do not give awe. Do not give honor. Do not give respect to these four things. That's what the Lord is talking about. Do not give these four things a godlike quality and begin to bow down and worship it, giving, giving it awe or honor or respect. Okay? So to fear, again, means to give something awe. Like, oh, honor. Oh, don't you know it's so big? And, and respect. Just like if there's a, a big dinosaur uh, that's coming up. You know, I can either be terrified by it, I can be terrified by it, or I can say, no, you know what? You're not even real. Get out of here. You see what I'm saying? I can take authority over it in Jesus' name and just say, get out of here in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. It's, it's what you give honor to, what you give respect to that will allow the, the doors to open your life, that will bring your shields down. All right. Uh, fear, we can say as well, is negative faith. Fear is negative faith. It is faith in the wrong things. Uh, fear will sabotage your faith. Fear will cause doubt and your doubt will eat away or corrode your faith. And once your faith crashes, so does your shield. So if you allow fear to come in, you will inevitably crash your shield. And the thing that was meant to protect you is no longer there. And then you become subject to all the elements that are all around you got me? I think, I think we're getting, getting somewhere tonight. So, so as we talk about fear again, don't give this thing a godlike quality. Don't give it respect. Now, of course, wear your mask, do your hand sanitizer, wash your hands. There's nothing wrong with all that. You can do that. That's fine because faith without works is dead. There's nothing wrong with that. And someone says, I believe the Lord, so I'm not going to take these precautions. I think that's just foolishness. But uh, we do all that we can do to stand and we leave the rest in the Lord's capable hands. Hallelujah. So, all right. So let's let's look at this. So what is the Lord telling us not to fear indirect? All right. Uh, directly. He's saying one, 
uh, terror by night. Don't fear the terror by night. Two, the arrow that flieth by day. Three, the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Four, destruction that wasteth at noonday. So we're going to look at all, all of these uh, tonight. So first of all, let's go over uh, the terror by night. What does it mean? What is God telling us? He's telling us, don't fear the terror by night, the terror by night or the terror that comes at night. Don't fear the terror that comes at night. So the word terror uh, means a sudden alarm. It means dread. It is also the object feared. The word dread really stands out to me. Because dread means, uh, the word dread means to fear uh, greatly, be in, listen, be in extreme apprehension of. All right. Dread meaning be, being in extreme apprehension of. Now, this is big. Apprehension simply means a constant, uh, rather to constantly worry that something bad is going to happen. Apprehension means to constantly worry that something bad is about to happen. It's not happening now. It's not happening now. We just think it's about to happen. Apprehension or dread uh, talks more about a feeling. It's, it's like a dark cloud that hangs over your head that something bad, I know something bad is going to happen. And it gets worse at night. It's a feeling. Again, something bad is happening now. Where is so-and-so? Something bad is happening to them. Something, somebody's doing something outside or, 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 or just, just, just a bad, terrible feeling. God said, don't give that awe. Don't give that reverence. Don't you give it honor. No, you don't. Because there is a spirit attached to this evil dread. Now, uh, fear in itself is not bad, but it can become bad. There should be some amount of fear that should be, that should be present in us, like don't touch the fire, right? Don't touch that hot stove or uh, don't drive your car 80 miles down, the, uh, down an icy expressway, right? We should have a certain amount, but fear that is extreme can be attributed to another type of spirit, to that spirit of fear that works on the hearts and minds of the people. Remember, it is its job, that spirit of fear, it's, it's its job to open the door for something else to come in. And so again, the Lord says, don't fear the terror by night. Don't let that terror, that sudden alarm, don't let that dread in. When, if you feel dread that something bad is going to happen and it hangs over your head, we have to renounce that in the name of Jesus. This is that psychological warfare, that psychological warfare that impacts us emotionally, mentally, and, and eventually it can impact us uh, physically as well. So if you're having these, these flashes or these waves of fear that come upon you, especially by night, well, we got to take authority over that in the mighty name of Jesus and declare, you've come this far, you will come no further. I bind you and rebuke you in Jesus' name. Are you hearing me? The Lord says, don't fear it. Don't fear it. So we renounce that and we declare the word of God against it. So, again, this type of thing keeps us from sleeping well at night. It keeps us up, worrying. And remember, if we don't get enough sleep, that begins to break the body down. So God says, fear not. Don't let that in.
The second thing the Lord says, he uh, talks about arrows flying by day. Don't fear arrows flying by day. As we said before, arrows were a part of the weaponry of the you know, Bible times, right? But now we may call them bullets. Uh, we may call them missiles or bombs, right? So it talks about the, uh, in these times, these Psalm 91 times that we're living in right now, of course, there's a lot of uncertainty and that could very well account for the terror by night, right? And then the Lord talks about here the arrows that fly by day. So the arrows that fly by day talks about um, bullets. It again talks about missiles. Uh, that is things that are being hurled. So even if we talked about arrows, arrows just don't fly themselves. Somebody puts them in a bow and is shooting them. So we're talking about arrows that fly by day or bullets or missiles that fly by day. We're talking about people shooting at people, right? And they're going back and forth like, like those bullets, like, like those people shooting at people. So we could, talk in, could be talking about random acts of violence and, and terrorism that is happening. God says, don't fear it. Don't fear it. Now, I'm telling you, as we go down, it gets progressively worse. So one was just talking about the terror by night. It's talking about a feeling, a feeling. It's not happening. A feeling about something that might happen. It's not happening now. It's just a feeling. But now there are arrows that are flying or projectiles. And the word arrow really, as interpreted in Scripture, it means also a spear. It means a dart or something that pierces, something that is pierces, something that is projected or that is fired that is meant to pierce uh, the next person, something that is fired from one person and is meant to pierce the next person. So that also has to do with negative words spoken. Hear me. And if there is ever a time where people are throwing their words uh, or, or, or firing their words at one another like arrows, like bullets, right? Uh, if there's ever a time of that, it's right now. Scandal is on the rise. Social media, everywhere you see, somebody's talking about somebody else. Now it says arrows that fly by day. By day meaning that this is, thing, this is in broad daylight. Everybody can see the nasty post. Everybody can uh, watch the news broadcast, right? Uh, it's something that's done by day. And the media these days, oh my goodness, the enemy is using them skillfully to, to launch arrows of dart, or rather arrows of fear into the heart of people. You can sit there watching the news and all of a sudden fear begins to grip your heart about what's coming. The dread begins to come on you that you were struck by an arrow. God says, don't fear it. Don't fear the arrows that fly by day. Don't fear even what the, don't fear the negative things that people say. They're pushing, they're shooting words back and forth, back and forth. And their words are meant to pierce you, to strike your heart, to strike your flesh, to knock you down. Understand that that is a part of these Psalm 91 days, not just arrows, physical arrows or, or physical bullets, but there's also a firing of words back and forth from person to person. Because when people are afraid, many times they get angry and they get violent and they lash out. So God says, don't be afraid of that. 
Don't be afraid of that. Realize that he has us covered. He has us protected. All right. So let's look a little bit further here. This is wonderful. Don't so we don't do not let that fear in. The third thing the Lord talks about uh, the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Pestilence simply means the uh, deadly disease, a deadly disease. Walketh means to live. Live darkness means the unknown. Deadly diseases that live or dwell in the unknown. How is that applicable to today? I wonder, is there the virus on that doorknob? Did they wipe that doorknob down? Did they wipe that table down? Oh, somebody just came in. They sneezed. Do they have the virus? <coughs> Do they have the virus? <coughs> Who, does he have it? Does, does she have it? You know, you don't know, do you? God says, don't fear the pestilence, the unknown pestilence that lives in darkness. Is it on that surface or that surface? And of course, if you're at home, clean your surfaces, clean your house. That's always a good thing to do. But don't freak out if somebody sneezes around you. <laughs> don't freak out. Oh, they did this and that. Nope. Realize you take your precautions. You you maintain your distance. Praise God. We use wisdom. Glory to God. But realize that there is a shield all around you. But that shield can come down if you start reverencing and honoring. Uh, oh, they got it. Let's go. Oh, I'm so afraid. Remember, fear can tear down your shield. Fear can tear down your shield. Fear can corrode your faith because fear opens the door to doubt and doubt will tear your faith down. So God says, don't fear it. Don't fear it. And the last thing he talks about is the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Destruction that wasteth at noonday. So destruction, look at that word destruction. Now, to construct something means to build it, means to make something, right? So if construct or construction means to make something, then destruction means right, to ruin something or to tear it down, to ruin or tear or to tear down. So there is a ruining here. It says the destruction or the ruining at noonday or the tearing down at noonday. There's a tearing down that will be occurring at noonday. Now it says the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Now the word wasteth means to destroy. It means to spoil. The proper meaning of this word means to swell up. Like that, yeah, to swell up. Something will swell up at noonday. Uh, wasteth also means, yeah, it's getting big. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Wasteth also means, it also means to become strong or become powerful. So there is some type of spoiling or tearing down that will swell or become more powerful at noonday. Again, it's in noonday because the enemy wants everybody to see it so that they can be afraid of it. All right. Just like the arrows that fly by day. He wants everybody to see the negative post. He wants everybody to, to see the negative broadcast. He, because he wants everybody to see it so that they can be afraid so that they can let him in. Got it? So this destruction that wasted, that's growing, that's swelling at noonday. What could it be? Could it be again uh, people, random acts of violence and, and terrorism and, and shooting and people going after each other uh, somehow and in the broad daylight at noon, they get worse. 
Or could it be where uh, the virus or the symptoms of the virus that gets worse at noon in broad daylight? Could that be it? Something will become more powerful, more prevalent in broad daylight where everybody can see it. God says, "Uh uh-uh, don't fear it. Don't let it in. Don't fear it. Don't fear it. Now, again, the enemy wants you to see it so that you'll let fear in. And when fear gets in, fear opens the door to doubt. And when doubt comes in, it will tear your shield down. So we cannot let it in. Do not fear it. God said, don't fear it. Don't fear the dread. Don't let that dread, don't let that cloud hang over your head, that thick cloud of doom and gloom. Nope, nope, nope. I declare the Father's given me uh, joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I will not allow that to happen to me. I will not allow that fear to come in or their negative words or people randomly shooting around. I will not let that happen to me. I will not fear some of that come in if they cough or sneeze. I will not fear. I will not fear. I will take my precautions, but I will not give reverence or honor to that. I will not do it in Jesus name. I hear about something on the news about what people are doing or, or what the virus is doing. I will not allow myself to be fearful over that in Jesus name. As a matter of fact, if I'm watching the news and it comes up and I fear fear and I feel fear come on, I'm going to change the channel. Glory to God. I'm going to declare what God's word said, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Are you hearing me? I think you're getting this. You're getting this. Now look at verse number seven as we close here tonight. This is so powerful because verse seven is linked to verse five. Verse seven says, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. You see that? A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Now let's look at that. He said, a thousand shall fall. Now the word fall there is pronounced uh, nephal uh, or nephal really uh, in, in, um, in Hebrew, nephal. And that's the original word there in the Old Testament, nephal. And it means, grab a hold of this, nephal means of course, to fall of violent death, but it also means to fall prostrate or to prostrate oneself before. It also means to fall into the hands of, to fall into the hand of. So grab a hold of that as we close. He said, a thousand will fall, a thousand will lie prostrate. In other words, a thousand will worship A thousand will receive this fear that the enemy is spewing, this fear toxin. A thousand will fall at thy side and 10,000 will fall at your right hand. They will bow down to the fear. They will say, oh, the virus. Oh, oh, these bad things that are happening all around us. Oh, now here's one thing, too. Your fear will not make the virus any better. In your life, someone says, well, you better fear it. You better worry about it. You better, you, you better, you better worry about what's going on. You better worry. You better fear it. All right. (laughs) You fearing with them is not going to make it any better. 
You worrying with them is not going to make it any better. Jesus said, can you grow taller uh, by worrying about it? Absolutely not. But what, what, what will happen is that even scientifically, science has, has said that fear um, corrodes or can destroy your immune system or weaken. That's the word. Fear can weaken your immune system because if we live in a fight or flight, um, a fight or flight um, situation where we're always fearing, we're always stressed out, we're always worry, worried. Well, that releases hormones of cortisol and, and other things in your body um, and other negative effects take place when we're fearing and in worry all the time. So if you listen to them and become afraid like they are, it actually hurts you. And it's actually hurting them. I would rather live in faith, declaring what God said, than live in fear, live in torment. God doesn't want you to live in torment. He wants you to live in faith. All right. He said a thousand are going to fall. That is, they're going to nafal. They're going to prostrate themselves. They're going to give it. They're going to give in to the fear. Ten thousand at your right hand. They're going to give in to the fear. But the Lord said, uh uh. It will not come near you. These things that we talked about, he said, it will not come near you. This death, this destruction, he said, it will not come near you. Why? You've got your shield up. You've got your shield up and you're believing in what the Lord said. And because of what he said, you're abiding in his truth. You're abiding in his word. And those things that were meant to destroy will not come upon you. And we have that and writing in the word of God, and we stand firm upon it. Glory to God. So that's our promise tonight. That's our warning and our promise. Don't allow fear to come in. All right. In these days, it's really easy to let it come in, but we have to focus on the rich word of God. Focus on what he said. And when you're feeling fearful, declare what he said. Declare the word of God that it shall not come near you. Declare the word of God that you're covered by his feathers and under your under his wings shall you trust. Declare the word of God. Hallelujah. Launch those arrows out. Launch your own arrows out toward the darkness. Launch those arrows of light and you'll see God's God's riches and best uh, become yours every single day. Remember that we are praying for you here at Kingdom Rock and we love you guys so much. And I pray that you are blessed uh, by today's message. We got pretty far to pretty far tonight. So I look forward to getting back with you on next week and we'll go even further, even further in Psalm 91. So before we go tonight, I definitely want to pray with you. All right. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, I pray in Jesus name uh, for my friend that is right now listening and watching. And Lord, if there be a spirit of fear that is dominating and controlling their lives, Lord, I declare right now that that spirit is broken in the mighty name of Jesus, for you have not given them the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Uh, you've given them power, love, and a sound mind. And Father, I pray right now that you will also give them wisdom into what to do next, wisdom, and that you would increase the, their joy, increase your joy in their lives, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Bless them, Father, in Jesus', in Jesus mighty name. And I thank you, Lord. Uh, even also in words of Psalm 91, that no evil shall befall them. I declare that unto them, neither shall any plague come near their dwelling. For you have given your angels charge over them to keep them in all their ways. 
They shall bear them up in their hands, lest they dash their foot against the stone. We declare that done in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friends, I pray that you are richly blessed. Remember, if you're watching my way of YouTube and if you found value in this video, go ahead and give it a thumbs up and leave us a comment if you like. Everyone else, you can go to our website at kingdomrock.org. There you can hit the contact button and leave us a prayer request. I promise I will be so glad to pray with you. Just let me know so we can pray with you, okay? And while you're there on the website, you can also uh, click the Give button and give them to the ministry if you would like as well. We will be so grateful for any, any love gift that you uh, decide to give. A little bit goes a long way. So we bless you guys so much, and we look forward to seeing you on this Sunday. This Sunday, and uh, we're going back in the series entitled The God Life. So make sure you check it out. All right? Until next time, remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.